0: visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The Summit Lighthouse brings you practical spiritual answers and is the open door to sacred mysteries. These teachings, delivered by Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet, are compelling, thought-provoking, and timeless. Here are your hosts, Tom Schumacher and Terry Kennedy.
1: And greetings everyone and welcome to the open door. This is the online channel for the Summit Lighthouse, where we publish and practice the teachings of the Ascended Masters and where we invite you to awaken to the light within. I'm Tom Schumacher.
2: And I'm Terry Kennedy. And I'm Sid Bennett.
1: Hello, gentlemen. Good morning.
2: Good morning. Actually,
1: good afternoon.
2: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I keep forgetting we we just passed that
1: meridian, didn't we? Yeah. Well, today we're going to focus on making sure that we get where we're going spiritually. And, you know, why do we choose to pursue a spiritual path in the first place? And if we do that, what does the goal look like? So let's start off with the question, why do we pursue a spiritual path?
3: Because it's who we are. (laughs) Exactly. I, I mean, that sounds simplistic, but it's true. Even though we may not understand it, may we not have been taught this in our churches or synagogues or wherever, God is within us. So it's our nature to pursue God. If we allow that presence of God to express itself, if we don't cover it over Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, like the voice of conscience and don't want to hear it. But if we allow the presence of God within us to express itself, then it's a natural thing for us to do because it's who we are. Mm -hmm. We pursue God, even though we may not have that perfect understanding of where we're going and how we get there.
1: Yep. Well, you know, we we talk about the wisdom in the old adage, you know, if you aim at nothing, you hit it every time. And the point being that you have to have a goal here and that we're not talking just about the spiritual goal is not given to you. We have to basically formulate our path and we formulate the path based on information that we receive. In our case, we talk about the path of the Ascended Masters, the path of the Ascension. Right. But not everybody is seeking that particular path, but they may be seeking a path that is to Enlightened to expand their consciousness and that sort of thing. So can we make a generality about the spiritual path that, number one, it is one of expansion? And then, number two, if we expand, where do we expand to? Into heaven? Nirvana? Yeah. Where, you know, know. Where, does, where does the ascension take us? You yeah, know, health food stores, you know, stuff like that. <laughs>
2: yeah, well, you a, you know, a good
1: I, movie? Yeah, I
2: think of, uh, of my own path. Uh, and I think I went through 10 or 12 years of uh, after getting out of school, uh, just kind of going down... You know, a career sort of a line, and then, and then after that amount of time went by, I began to pursue a spiritual path, and I so I was kind of in a in a, a particular zone where I really wasn't seeking at that time. But I think what we're seeing now in uh, across the whole spectrum of ages is um, more of a determination to become spiritual. A lot of people getting off drugs. You know, uh, you know, I'm a musician. So I think of a lot of musicians that have cleaned up their bodies. They've cleaned up their world. They're into spiritual things. And there's just all kinds of things available now.
1: Well, you know, one of the reasons why I asked that question was that mo- most of us were raised in a path. Right. I, You know, I was raised Catholic. And so I inherited a path that my parents had forged before me, basically. And it included certain practices, certain things we did. But... We know now that many, many people have left that path that they were basically given at birth and have chosen to go elsewhere. Mm-hmm. We talk about the uh, spiritual but not religious, for example. Like Their idea of a spiritual victory would be different than the concept of the Catholic heaven.
3: Right. Um, well, well, just the whole idea that there's a victory to be won, that's a concept that really is alien to most Western thought. In other words, traditional Christianity says, you accept Jesus as your Savior, you try and lead a good life, and you'll end up in heaven. Well, that's not really the concept that there's a victory to be forged and a victory to be won on our spiritual path. Mm -hmm. You know, victory, what does that mean for individuals? Does it mean, um, you know, they're healthy in body, they're happy, they have a nice family, they have a house? I mean, is that victory? Or is a victory experiencing more of the God within you? And if we Follow the teachings of the ascended Masters, victory is when you balance enough karma to return to God in the ritual of the ascension, and that is eternal life it 's right now our souls are not et- eternal, and so we have a goal we have a victory a path to be walked if we 're going to be eternal souls in god 's heaven and god 's world, then we need to win our ascension so that 's our ultimate goal, but then you can have you know goals a little short of that that 's how you get there. The little victories add up to big victories
1: right given that We have a sense of where we're going. How do we know how close we are to getting there?
2: Well, you know, yeah, (laughs) there aren't road signs. You know, you're at mile 237. (laughs) And so um, I think we just have to, we have to kind of sense it somehow or another. Don't we sense it
3: in our soul? Well, I think that's true, Terry, because some people say... In fact, Mrs. Prophet said this in an early age. She says, I know I have to make my ascension in this life. In other words, before we came into embodiment, we went before the karmic board, which is the spiritual overseers that, that we talk to when we're coming and when we're going, so to speak. <laughs> yeah. And some of us knew, and just within our hearts, that there was something we needed to do and the path of the ascension, and that we could make it in this life if we made the effort. It's not automatic. But if we understand there is a goal, and we understand how to get there, and we put in the effort and the time and the devotion and the love, it can be, it can be a total victory. And, and so people, you know, you can't judge just on outer circumstances because we've been around so long that for many people, you know, this is the cleanup embodiment. In other words, <laughs> it's a little bit messy. We've got some leftover stuff that we haven't dealt with maybe for tens of thousands of years, the karma's dumb and due, so it's not always pretty. But that doesn't mean we don't have great spiritual attainment and we don't have opportunity. We're just kind of cleaning up this residue. We don't want to identify with it. We want to deal with it. But we may be closer than we really think. And don't believe the lie that you don't have attainment. Because you do or you wouldn't be listening to this program, quite frankly.
1: Well, and that's a very good point. Because as you said a moment ago, it isn't automatic. But you can pretty much um, believe that by virtue of the fact that you've tapped into this path, in these teachings, you're probably a lot closer than you may realize.
2: Yeah, yeah. If you're <clears throat> excuse me, if you're listening today, you you are darn near on your way home, and uh, you know. And and I think that uh, one of the things we were talking about before the show there's a there is an, an element of of pain, or let's say you know, like El Moria says, the trek upward is worth the inconvenience. And so, if you're starting to feel a little bit of pain as you get on a spiritual path, well, then know that you're. You're doing the right thing. And you don't become like Lot.
1: <laughs> Just bear in mind. What, what, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We, we don't want to say that. Well, I probably mean, won't well, include boils and locusts yeah. and <laughs> raining frogs. But uh, yeah.
3: uh, on, the, on the little brighter side of this perspective <laughs> here, St. Germain said, if you will apply yourself and use the violet flame, then I promise you, you can make your ascension in this life or your very next one, depending on how old you are. Because no. there's a mathematical equation of karma. So, The the victory is being held out there. If we will take advantage of it. So if we understand there's a victory to be won. If we understand that we're closer perhaps than we think. But there is work to be done. We're not going to slide into heaven on our past efforts. It's what we do in this embodiment. What we do now with the teaching we have. With the violet flame. Because the law is the law. And if we don't balance over 51% of our karma. We're not going to make our ascension. It's, It's not whether people like you or God thinks you're a nice person. It, it's a, there's a mathematical equation to this. And so that's why we do strive and work. And so there is a, there's a timeliness to this, you know. We, we want to get about our Father's business, and which is our business, which is the path of the ascension. Indeed. And, uh, you know, there's victories even before you get to the ultimate one. So there's a lot to be said for the path.
1: Well, and one reason we do decrees is because we know there's opposition. As our light expands, that light becomes a target. And the, the fallen ones, the forces of darkness, will use despair, disillusionment, discouragement, disappointment, to pull you off the path. Yes, they were. Make you feel like you're not making enough progress, that you're a worthless sinner, yeah. and then why bother? And you're
3: never good enough. You yeah. know? You've know, you just done too many bad things. I mean, yeah. just forget it. Just Why, why even bother to try?
1: <laughs> and interestingly enough, when you start to get that kind of input, you
3: know you're close. You. That's right. Well, <laughs> I, I've told this story before, but I think it bears repeating. When I was early on to the spiritual path, and one of the issues I had was, I was really down on myself for some mistakes I made, you know, and, and whether they were real or imaginary, doesn't matter. I felt they were real. And so I was really, you know, da-da-da-da-da, you know, and then I kept, and you get these projections. If you've ever read the screw tape letters where the devils will whisper in your ear, these tiny little demons who amount to nothing, but we believe them. And one day I was kind of meditating, and I heard this voice says, you are the worst person in the world. <laughs> oh, my and, God. And, you know, I had that they, they kind of overplayed their hand. I think I said, so. I, I know I may have shortcomings, but I'm not sure I'm the worst person in the world. So I laughed at it, you know. And it, it suddenly it woke me up from this this kind of self-pity and self-condemnation. And so I said, no, you know, I've got issues to deal with, but, you know, God's in with me. God's in me. And if I strive and make the effort, then I'm going to make the progress I want to make. Yeah. Well,
1: and, you know, someone else also said that if, if as you strive, if you have no opposition, if there's nothing wrong, if you're just kind of sailing along... The devil does not bother those he's sure of.
3: Yeah. <laughs> or are you may are are do anything worthwhile, you know. I mean if there's no <laughs> opposition to it. And and you know, why does God allow opposition? Because it allows us to demonstrate mastery. Mm-hmm. It allows us to see the need to draw down more light through our prayers, our devotions, through all that we do. We we understand the equation. So God allows us to be tested, which we talked about mm-hmm. last week, I guess. But this is the key to progress. And so mm-hmm.
1: You know, it's great. It is great. And by the way, we mentioned all those D words that the devil uses, like <laughs> despair, disillusionment, disappointment, etc. But we've got a bunch of D words, too. we got dedication. We've got discipline. We've got decrees. Decrees, yeah.
2: <laughs> and the violet flame in particular will, oh, will wipe out those uh, previous Ds that you were talking about. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, it'll you will just roll it back, you know.
1: Well, the masters say, keep on keeping on. Yeah. There's a certain benefit to that kind of determination. and it, it does... Take us through some hard times.
3: Well, I think it's it's understanding God is real, is absolute. His laws are real. They're powerful. They work as we employ them, as, you know, exercise, mm-hmm. discipline, and determination, dedication, devotion, and so forth, that it will bear fruit. It may not bear fruit in exactly the time we think it needs to, but it will ultimately. And that's it's the faith. You know, as Paul said, it's the substance of things unseen. We know there is absolute truth, absolute love, and absolute victory in this universe. And as we apply ourselves, we are drawing closer to that. And we can't allow outer circumstances to think that we're failing or falling short. Because they may be an indication, as you said, Tom, Mm -hmm. that we are making progress.
1: Indeed, I think it's a good good, good way to know that we're making progress because we're getting those markers along the way. Um, You know, one of the things that we we talk about a lot in terms of goal fitting and goal setting is that you have to be as specific as possible. So when we talk about the the ascension, it's it's some ways it's difficult to be specific. I mean, the ascension is an experience, but it also takes us to a place where we are immortal. And so whatever that looks like, and I know Sid, we've talked in the in the distant past about how this is a whole new life, is a whole new. It's just the beginning. Just the beginning, exactly. So that as you think about where you want to go spiritually, you think about the process as being one of unfolding and eventually leading to your ascension, think about where you're going to be and just dream. Right? And, and the universe
3: is your oyster, so to speak. Oh. I mean, there's, there's a lot to do for God and to, and you never stop growing or evolving spiritually and you're immortal, you know, yeah. and, and as long, until you reach that point, you're at risk. I mean, that's the reality of it.
1: Well, and, and that's it too, that the, there have been great saints and sages who have been taken off the path at the very last second because they either fell asleep you know something happened where they they were just not paying attention yeah you got to apply for your ascension <clears throat> continuously you
3: know one of the things that's recommended to do it and and this is after you studied and understand what the ascension is you write a letter to god that says i would like to be a candidate for the wow. ascension in this life mm-hmm. and and therefore you're you're stating you this is my goal god show me how to make it you know and he'll show you the next step you know not step number 427, <laughs> right. but the next step you need to take. Yeah. And, you know, that allows us to slowly climb the ladder of initiation and victory, and that's how we're going to win our ultimate victory. We win our victories daily. We ascend daily. It's not, you know, yes, there is an ultimate ascension, but we ascend daily by the choices we make.
1: You know, when you send that letter to God, you might do a little ps to Serapis Bay, who is the hierarch of the Luxor Temple, the Ascension Temple. And... um I've been told before that he's really the one who receives those letters, the yeah. the ascension petition,
3: and, can and hurt. And God honors that, and you know. And then be ready to apply yourself, and mm-hmm. start feeling the fruit and the joy of a spiritual path, and the knowledge that you have a place to go, and you're going there. Indeed.
1: Well, after a short break, we're going to hear the first of two lecture excerpts from Mark Prophet about the wisdom of keeping on, keeping on, even when the going gets tough. So please stay with us.
0: The Voice America 7th Wave Channel, seek greater awareness.
4: At the Summit Lighthouse, our goal is to help you awaken to the light within and discover your real self.
5: For a free download of one of our most popular books, go to www.SummitLighthouse.org forward slash radio downloads.
0: This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to The Open Door. Brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse. Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our show.
1: Welcome back, everyone. Thanks for being with us today. We are talking about your spiritual goals and your spiritual victory. And here's the first, as promised, of two lecture excerpts from Mark L. Prophet on the wisdom of perseverance. Here it is.
6: Now, I want to point out to you that motivation is extremely important in your persevering motivation you have to be motivated now actually a person should be motivated enough by the very fact that there is a god they should be motivated enough by the fact that he's willing to share his great life with our little life these things should be enough motivation but unfortunately i think because of the invisible nature of God in the sense that we don't see him tangibly as we see one another we have a tendency to fail to appreciate his greatness and we fail to recognize our personal role in it therefore we do not persevere sometimes because we do not think that we are important ourselves therefore tonight I would like to have you understand that one can very easily accept their heavenly princely titles if they want to You are a son of god is there a higher king is there a higher ruler is there a greater lover is there a more beneficent creator of course not this is the lord of lords we don't have to personalize him to make an old man out of him but he's real and we are his son so we're a prince or a princess of the realm And probably it might be a very good idea if we would actually create a little illusion here for ourselves and uh, do it for a time. I would like to have every one of you then in connection with your perseverance, consider yourselves from tonight on royalty. You belong to the royal family of God. Now I do not happen to be joking in this in the least. I think this is an important point in motivation and I think the reason it has become a counterpoint in the master's realm is because the dark forces of the world have in the main sought to tear down man's opinion of himself and by tearing your opinion of yourself down they actually learn to control you You are peaked at your neighbor who doesn't recognize you you get involved in the snarl of personality you become involved in mental doldrums you pull yourselves down mentally and of course by decrees you can eradicate this but after a while if you keep decreeing and decreeing and decreeing and then some negative force comes driving into you right while you're decreeing or following your decrees then you have a tendency to get discouraged and the reason it comes in is because you're not really decreeing you're only saying words so i wanted to stress too that in your perseverance you have to continually have the same zeal that you had in the beginning the zeal of thine house hath eaten me up said the lord christ and if the zeal that first brought us forth into the activity of life is carried on and just keep pushing it up be zealous for god We're going to win the game because we're going to enjoy everything a great deal more. And joy, as Saint Germain has said, is the motor of life. You have to have joy, and if it doesn't come, you have to learn how to reproduce it by your own thought. Stop this foolish business, which creates non-perseverance, of letting some negative mental state take you over or control you. Half the time it's an entity. The other half of the time, it's simply the negative side of your own self that comes up and wants to drag the positive down to its level. Because you see what happens later on is when you work toward the upper level, the negative side of you stays down here. And there comes or occurs a separation as you begin to rise and pretty soon that separation is complete. And the negative side of you is just laying down there as residual substance. The first thing you know this upper part of you will send a ray down and transmute it and the substance doesn't like to change its nature strange as it may seem the substance seems to have an intelligence of its own you know this story that like attracts like and so negative force will always attract more negative force and the same is true of the positive that's why jesus said that you should gather all you could of light and truth and Spirituality, because he said to him that hath shall more be given and to him that hath not shall be taken away that which he hath this is the truth so i am going to suggest that with a deliberate intent you seek to fool the force by seeing yourself as you really should see yourself as a son of god a prince of the royal house of heaven A princess of the royal house of heaven. Now I think you and I should learn to do this. But I want to warn you in advance in your perseverance that if you do it in a prideful sense, you're going to defeat the whole purpose of it. Not intended to be a matter of pride over someone else. It's a matter of holding this sense of dignity in yourself. And if you are of the royal house of heaven, if you're a son of God, if you belong to that royal lineage of the spiritual seed of the house of david you see and this is really what you are the house of melchizedek the house of david all of this if you belong to that royal lineage you will find it much easier to carry on a courteous exchange of ideas with humanity because there is nothing worse in the world than a feeling of inferiority So let's be wise dear hearts every one of us no matter how intelligent we are as individuals no matter how much money or how little money we have no matter how big a family or how little family we have no matter how well thought of or how ill thought of in our community let's be smart enough to realize that we have a job to do and make that job all important in our world Because the job that we have been trained in during this four-day conference is the preservation of freedom for mankind. If they can make you feel that you are an unworthy instrument, an unfit person, or in some way by reason of some mistake you made in your life, not worthy of this high calling, of course they will have succeeded in their nefarious task. But if you can hold on to the light and consider yourself a prince of the house of David, a member of the royal family of god and be humble in doing it and say dear father this program for america which is the program for the world for india for all nations is a program that i am going to carry out to the best of my ability in my own humble way whatever capacities i have been endowed with i will use those capacities in the circle that i am identified with to influence as many people as i can in the personal way and then to use the decrees and the invocations and the spiritual studies of thought control which i am trained in by the masters to project out into the world body politic the idea that the world is going to become a place of beauty and harmony that the instruction in the world in righteousness that is the ascended master's instruction is going to be the salvation of the entire earth that it is going to become the greatest activity that has ever been in all times because god is behind it and because it is truth and because it will liberate millions and millions even billions of people enabling them to have better homes better bodies better consciousness and more important than anything else is greater goal fittedness goal fittedness is the greatest objectivizing that you can possibly have it means that you actually think with God what God wants you to do what God wants you to be and there is no specific pattern That can be guaranteed is the stereotyped image for everyone each one has an individual specific beautiful mission to accomplish however remember the fruit falls not far from the parent tree therefore what do you now have of talents ask yourself that question what can you do in what do you excel? Or even what potential do you have? What affinity do you have for a specific qualification in life?
1: Those seem to me to be pretty good questions to ask ourselves. And basically, he was saying think with God, think what God wants you to do and what God wants you to be. We'll be back in a moment.
0: Invite meaning and inspiration to your life. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel.
7: Right now, all over the world, warriors of light are working tirelessly to defend your soul's opportunity to achieve oneness with God. These spiritual warriors are keepers of the flame, and though few, the power they wield is greater than all of the weapons made by man.
0: on the Voice America Network. You are listening to The Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse. Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our show.
1: That's right, you are tuned to the open door, and we're glad that you are. Thanks for being with us today. We're talking about victory, spiritual victory, spiritual goals, and how close we may actually be to that goal we don't really know, but uh, we can assume that by virtue of having tuned in, perhaps we're closer than we think. In any event, we want to continue with the lecture we began a little uh, a few minutes ago from Mark Prophet on the value and the wisdom of perseverance. so without any further ado, here is Mark Prophet.
6: If you never set yourself a goal if you never pray or never seek to attain a goal you are going to be something like a will-o-the-wisp you know what a will-o-the-wisp is you see it in a swamp it looks like it's light it bounces around here it's there and then it disappears and it's over here you never know where it is and you never know what it is and that's the way with a lot of people they do not know where they came from where they are going or what they can do to achieve any given end that is why in the summit under the master's direction we do not try to nail people to a cross or try to involve ourselves in the control of their lives that is your business our business is to make you aware of truth about yourself about the world about the universe about the nature of god so as we start to consider this idea of perseverance we should recognize one cardinal and paramount fact and that is no one is ever going to get out of this world alive unless they do it through the ascension therefore while it's true that we can just become human vegetables and while it's true that we can just move with the tide of time and affairs of mankind we can almost cut our own ticket we can be what we want to be in the world doctor merchant lawyer thief whatever we want to be we can be if we want it bad enough the most important thing is to understand our spiritual self, because that's the self we're going to have to live with forever we have been many things many of the people in this room have played many parts on many stages of time and life. Some of you have been hung as horse thieves. <laughs> and some of you, mind you, have sat on thrones. Some of you have been great musicians. Some of you have been great writers. Some of you were just ordinary folk that raised your families and provided the solid bedrock of the earth. To previous eras in time but whatever you were it's not what you were it's what you are that counts but what you are now and what you make yourself today is the key of what you will become tomorrow and it's not so important what the world is as what you are because you cannot always control the world but you can always control yourself If you make that God determination that you ought to make to do it. We have read of many men and women placed in terrifying circumstances. Who have exercised most magnificent control over their own energy. And that is of course the greatest victory you can achieve. Because it honors God. If you are the beloved son then. Think of yourself as the beloved son. A royal person. But please don't do this by looking down at some other royal person and saying, well, I'm a royal person and you're nothing. Don't hold that attitude. The greatest rulers and kings in ages past have been the greatest servants. The Master Jesus, in his most dramatic demonstration, I think, in all of the Bible, even greater than Golgotha, or even than the Ascension, was the night before he was crucified. The night before he was betrayed. I recall it where he I think this was the correct time and if I'm wrong why it's all right because you'll understand the episode more than anything else he got down there with a bowl of water and he girded himself around about with a towel and he got down there and he said I'm going to wash your feet to his disciples And there was quite a furor over it. St. Peter didn't like the idea at all because he had glorified himself, that is Peter, by his association with the master and the master's dignity was Peter's dignity. And the idea of the master getting down on his knees and washing the feet of people rendered the master common and thus rendered Peter common. And Peter didn't like it because he still had a lot of pride. So he said, you'll never wash my feet, Lord, he looked at him and he said with that sort of a piercing tone he says if i wash thee not thou hast no part in me and he said then lord he surrendered right there when he got that tone and he said all right lord not just my feet but my hands and my head too (laughs) (laughs) and basically that is the way we have to be but what did the master say when he did complete the task of washing all their feet with this towel and wiping their feet and everything he was all through he said now he said I have given you the example let him that would be great among you be the servant of all and this was the cardinal purpose of his whole demonstration was to show them the important state of consciousness Our individual purposes are to try to help every individual in this place and in the world to the fullest understanding of their own nature the nature of man the nature of God the nature of life the nature of opportunity and the possibilities for accomplishment now both on a now basis For what we can do today and a long-range basis on what we can do tomorrow and in the future then in addition to that we must try to make safe for the divine plan the whole mankind of earth at a time in history when a conspiracy of forces has prevented the clarity of truth from shining through so it's a very interesting thing how in this world we find so many people who get the wrong start and when they get the wrong start they can't end up right and they never will if you're going to end up right you got to get a right start but it's never too late as bernard mcfadden said to build your life over again i don't care what your age is if you have the desire and the will to win you can do it but it's not really enough to just do it for ourselves we have to realize that we're all in the export business. We're not only importers of other people's ideas, we're exporters of our own ideas. Now if the ideas we export and import are both good, we have no problem. But if we're importing bad ideas and exporting bad ideas, we have problems. And if we're importing good ideas and exporting bad ones, we still have problems. So the only way you can really do anything right is to import good ideas from every source. I don't mean you should run around play the field and be a funnel, listen to every psychic chatterbug. I don't mean that. But what I do mean is, if you are in touch with your own divine presence, and you have the power of the divine swan, the Paramhansa, to be able to separate the nectar of God that is on the surface of life and throw away the swill, take off the nectar. Take off the refined gold. Throw away the scum. Eventually your consciousness is going to be purified because all heavenly things have a core of purity at their center. Every ray of light that comes from God, whether it's power, wisdom, love, purity, healing, service, administration, or diplomacy, and tact and judgment, all have a white fire core and the white fire core has the power to activate the flame of truth within us that will eventually give us our freedom freedom is the goal freedom for the soul freedom for the whole man freedom for the whole planet when i stop to think of the millions who have passed through the change called death that have had an unhappy death when i consider the sadness in the world that has occurred in the world when I look at the awful horrors of war and I see the tremendous power of fear that is used as mental control by many organizations including governments and government bureaus when I see the torture that the courts have wrecked upon people in the name of injustice although they say it's justice when I stop to ponder all the awful insanities of this world no one is going to convince me, and they shouldn't convince thee, that the things in this world do not need changing. But by a like token, to close this up, I want to say that I believe with all my heart that God and the Masters have the power to change it. I believe that it can be changed. I believe that it can be changed completely. I believe that the world can be made an Eden. A paradise of God I believe that we can overcome every enemy even death eventually for this planet and we can show people how to pass through the translation the same as Enoch did and they can walk right into the arms of God without ever passing through the change called death I don't say that it's going to happen to you or me I don't know but I believe it can be done and I believe it ought to be done I believe we should set about with a revolution all right but not a revolution to tear down society not a revolution to create disorder not a revolution to promote hatred not a revolution to promote greed but a revolution of human beings that refuse to accept slavery to fear superstition ignorance doubt human hatred and discouragement that refuse to accept any of these and choose instead to make universal virtue that they receive as manna from heaven their food for their mind, for their being that they feed on the positive identification with God and what the power of God will do to galvanize the human spirit, to raise it up and to bring light to the whole wide world, the light that Christ showed forth 2,000 years ago the light that still emanates from God's heart and if we want to think about it let us say the light delict shined in the und on the hat nichts begriffen the light shone in the darkness and the darkness comprehended it not let us highly resolve that we will comprehend it thank you
1: Indeed, may we all comprehend the light and have the will to win. Back in a moment, please stay with us.
0: The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary, be the change. on the Voice America Network. You are listening to The Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse. Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our show.
1: And welcome back, everyone. Thanks again for staying with us. We're talking today about your goals and your spiritual victory. And, you know, we know that the way is not always smooth. So what does it mean to keep on keeping on?
3: You know, when we're, I think we all found the spiritual path, we were very excited and enthusiastic, which, mm-hmm. of course, is understandable. And I think it's an understanding that that is a momentum. In fact, Mark Prophet mentioned about this, is remember the zeal that you had on early to <laughs> keep you going. Because what happens is, you know, it's not a straight line. You know, it's, it's a circular path. And hopefully you're going up as you're going around in a circle. But you do hit challenges and trouble spots. And I was thinking of, you know, the story of Job and, you know, Job's comforters. You know, well, Job, you must have been a really bad person. Look <laughs> at all the things that are happening to you. And, you know, we have to be careful that, that, you know, people on the spiritual path are not perfect. They don't have everything go absolutely right every day in their lives. In fact, on the contrary, they have challenges every day of their lives. But it's how we deal with them, how we face them, and to keep on. And you say, you know what? If I do nothing, the world has challenges, doesn't it? I mean, mm-hmm. we get bumps and knocked around if, even if we're not on a spiritual path. Well, if we know we're on a spiritual path and these things come to us, well, this is part of the path. This is part of my learning and my growth, and I'm going to keep on. I'm going to at least put one foot in front of the other and keep going. And so that allows us to get through these tough periods. And I have to put in a pitch for one other thing, and that's community. Mm. Because we can support each other. If you look at the saints of the past, whether the Catholic Church or other religions and so forth, it was very often a lonely path. And we have the beauty of sharing this path and this knowledge with other people. And we can reinforce the strength in each one of us so we can encourage each other. That's lawful. That's, that's okay, you know. <laughs> You're not failing your test because your friend encourages you to keep on keeping on. And that's what I love about community. I love to be with people of like mind. I love to be with people that want to know the truth, that want to get home to God, that want to explore the mysteries of God mm-hmm. and know who they are and where they're going because that helps me.
1: And the joy is the motor of life. Yeah. In, in the midst of all that, we find joy because we practice joy.
3: And, and just to be able to talk with people about the mysteries of God and, you know, what? what is God, I sometimes I ask people, you know, what is God teaching you right now? What is he showing you? And I'd love to get the answers. More often than not, it's patience, but, um, you know, it, it's, it is. God is teaching us and we can help each other and I love that concept. And, you know, uh, one, one thing I like about just
2: social activities with uh, with various community members within this spiritual path is that, you know, first of all, you'll have your meal you Maybe watch a good movie or something like that, and there 's good ones and bad ones, so we pick the, we try and pick the good ones and you 'll have some popcorn and one thing and another. but you know at the end of the night or the end of the afternoon, you usually sit around talking about wonderful, beautiful things, memories of getting on the path early, memories of Mark or elizabeth prophet and and uh just all these wonderful
3: things and that 's the highlight of a social gathering or, or we talk about what God has taught us and I learned this lesson, you know, God has yeah. shown me, you know, hit me over the head enough times I finally got it, <laughs> you know, and, and we can share our victories. And so that helps us to keep on keeping on because the world will not applaud you. I can, on, on the contrary, the world will go against you if you choose to come up higher spiritually because it is not the way the world but it is our way, and that's why we do need positive reinforcement, and that comes through our spiritual practices as Mark Prophets stopped, overcoming negative thinking, and so forth, and also associating with people of like mind. Um, and, and it's a bit of a buffer, too, when you think about Claire, you know, when she
2: joined the, the, you Saint know, the Order of St. Francis. Yeah. And had she not had that community to begin with, her family would have just drug her back home, and she would not have been
1: able to stay on that path. Well, in fact, she got one of her sisters to join her yeah yeah <laughs> Went the
3: other way yeah so so there is a way home, and I think this is you know, we can't be overwhelmed by it, you know the ascension that, that that's that's too much. I can't even think about it. <laughs> well, just think about today and tomorrow, yeah. you know you can still have the goal and allow God to lead you there. It's not overwhelming, it's possible that you know the, the days you mentioned, Tom, the discipline, the decrees, the determination, you know the devotion, these are things that will put wind in your sails that when you have reached the rough water, you're going to be able to get through it and know you can get through it because others have gotten through it. What man has done, man can do. And so the ascended masters are like us. They walked the earth like we did and at a certain point they were where we're at right now (laughs) and they made it. So that's proof that we can make it if we follow their example and teachings.
1: Indeed, you know, the, the lecture that we played for you has been turned into a pearl of wisdom. It was published, I believe, in 1969 or way back um, but the title of it is Preserve, Persevere, and Practice. And what you were just alluding to, Sid, is that part of this whole process that we're in requires a certain amount of doing, practicing. <laughs> and we can't just simply imagine or assume that it's just going to happen automatically. That is not the case. We have to apply ourselves. We have to be a partner in this goal
3: of reaching the ascension. And you know what Mark Prophet said, you know, <clears throat> people have been, well, they've been horse thieves, but they've been <laughs> kings and queens and so forth. And sometimes people want to rest on their laurels. You know, well, I have a certain amount of spiritual attainment. Well, that's nice, but it doesn't matter who you were. It matters who you are. And so it's very important that we not think because we've done all these great things in the past, that's going to get us home because we're not home. If it had gotten us home, it would have gotten us home. So in humility, and joy, we rejoice whatever we did that was good for God and good for the light bearers on this planet, but we know we're not there yet, and so yeah. we got to stick to it and, and go that final mile.
1: Well, as we've talked about many times in this show, there are certain <clears throat> aspects of the ascension process that need to be kept in mind. One of them, of course, we've talked about many times, which is balancing 51% of your karma. But the other is fulfilling your divine blueprint, your reason for being essentially. You know, God has a plan for us, but we have a plan to fulfill as well. And that's one of the things we're here to do. That's part of the spiritual process is fulfilling that plan.
2: Yeah, what was it he said? He said, uh, each one has an individual specific beautiful mission to accomplish. Yeah. Oh boy, doesn't that just sound wonderful?
1: Yeah, it does. Everyone is unique. Well, and the truth is that that's part of the reason why we're here. We came yeah. to fulfill that mission and we also want to balance our threefold flame, you know, the power, wisdom, and love within us and within the secret chamber of our hearts. There's a few things we have to do but we're doing them.
3: Yeah, and I you know, I was reading a, a, a Pearl of Wisdom, which was a dictation, I think it was, by St. Germain recently. And he talked about all the people that were meant to make their ascension in this life, but they chose not to pursue the spiritual path. And you uh-huh. can, in at One Love, you can understand how that happens, that the world is forcing you and family and tradition or whatever, mm-hmm. and so you don't really have that determination to get where you need to go. But whatever forces have arrayed against the people that have ma- made that choice, They still made the choice. And so that's where we can say, yes, I can choose. I have free will. I have the reinforcement of community, of the ascended masters, of Almighty God, and I can choose to do this. I don't have to, you know, go the way the wind blows. I can take a stand for light and truth and trust, and I have faith that God will guide me each step of the way.
1: And and, and a great way to do that is to articulate that through our decrees. Yeah.
2: And I was just going to say community is one of those uh, one of those interesting words. Come, you and I, into unity. Yeah. We, we love those. As a matter of fact, Mark Prophet throws those out as little pearls oh, he was, every he, so often.
1: He was a master at that. I remember his tithe to God, I think, was tithe tithing, the whole process of giving a tenth to oh, I your, see your faith. Anyway, uh-huh. well, you know, again, we want to make sure that it's clear that we're all on this path if we choose. It's not something that we simply have automatically done to us because we have free will. And as we've said many times too, this is not necessarily easy or smooth all the time. There are going to be some bumps and circles in the path. So just bear in mind that as you go through this, the thing that will hold you most likely to the path will be your practice. Whether it's decrees, whether you meditate, whatever form of prayer you may prefer, Make it part of your daily routine. Make it part of your practice because that is what will help you sustain the light within.
3: You know what's really helped me is I, I came to the point where I, I realized I could be honest with God. <laughs> I mean, that, that, that sounds like a, a rather blatant statement of the obvious. But, you know, sometimes I think we say, well, you know, there's a part of me that I'm not really proud of God, so I'm just going to pretend it's not there. Mm. But, you know, it, the, the, the freedom of talking to God and the angels, you know, this is what I'm dealing with. I know it's not a good momentum. I really want help in overcoming it, and so forth. You know, it's it's a it's a two-way street, and you work together. And it, there's a freedom in that. You you may have shortcomings, you may have faults, and things that you're working on, but you can still walk in the dignity. Of God within you, and the fact that you are working sincerely to overcome these things, make the progress you need to make, and you can hold your head high. And as as my prophet talked, as a royalty, a son and daughter of God, not yet perfected, not yet where you need to be, but you're doing those things. And by the way, that includes in how you live and the integrity of your being, the honesty. There are practices that people on a spiritual path just do not engage in. It's as simple (laughs) as that. And I I don't have to spell them out for you. No, you know, they're 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 (laughs) inherent. And so you do the what you know, what you need to do at many different levels. And it gives life an entirely different perspective of who you are and where you're going, how you get there. And when you wake up in the morning, you have a purpose and a goal more than just your daily bread.
1: And as you achieve each step, each step is a victory. And each victory engenders joy. So that as you, do, you go through this, realize that you're going to be reinforced forced as you move ahead and move upward. And it's all part of the plan. And I think that if we leave people on, on a note here is that, again, we, it's a path of joy. How many times have we said in how many ways that the joy is the motor of life, that you have in your hands the choice to make this upward trek, And though it may seem at times lonely, you've got friends in high places. You've got the masters, you've got the angels, you've got elementals, you've got God. And you can walk and talk and commune so our community, as we describe it, is much greater, much wider, much more vast than we could even imagine.
2: Oh, I, I just I just saw the brochure for the upcoming conference for uh, this uh, Freedom 2015. Oh, Freedom 2015! It's yeah. absolutely, it's absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Oh my gosh! It's all and about you, community. And you know one thing I want to mention before we close today is you know keep us posted. You know sit down at that keyboard and just type in web radio at TSL. It, it, Webradio at TSL.org. Yep. And, and let us know if you've got any questions, if you're having any problems, if you have some victories to share. We, we want to hear from you.
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think that we're, we're sharing this path. Uh, we're right with you. You know, we're lockstep, arm in arm. We're all sons and daughters of royalty. Mm-hmm. Here, and we just acknowledge that royalty.
3: Well, we're the prodigal sons, and we've decided <laughs> to come home. Yes, indeed. <laughs> here we come. Here we come. Um,
1: well, um, well, thank you both. You know, Terry and Sid for being part of this conversation Thank today, you. and all the conversations that we have. And again, as Terry said, if you have any suggestions, any ideas, any testimonial you want to share with us, any story, anything at all, please send it to TSL. I mean, Web Radio, Web Radio at TSL.org. And also, as we're closing off, we like to always say, and uh, we we're, this is not tongue in cheek, that though the path upward may be difficult at times, <laughs> it is a joyful path as well, and the rewards are out of this world. So everyone, we'll be back with you again next week. Thank you again for joining us this week.
0: Remember, tell your friends and family that they can listen to us live each Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and Noon Mountain on Voice America's 7th Wave channel. For more information about The Open Door and The Summit Lighthouse, please visit our website, www.tsl.org. We'll see you again next week.